Welcome to Podcast 138 of the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowd, and your host, publisher and editor for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. This is our 138th episode. Good morning to everyone listening in on 1027 ESPN Austin. Tuning in Saturday mornings here at our flagship here at ESPN. This week is our 138th episode. We are gearing up for our release of the 19th edition of the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. In fact, it's only about an hour away. We were hoping to get the magazines in before the recording of today's show, but the uh, the delivery driver uh, texted and called and said he's going to be here in about an hour. So, uh, sadly, there's a copy of the new cover, though, here. I'm making it on the screen for viewers. And uh, the Texas Hemp Reporter's uh, 19th edition making its way this weekend across the state to CBD stores and smoke shops around the Lone Star State. There will be available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, as well as in Dallas. So I look forward to getting those out. But we are going to have a, a conversation with some of our top legal minds here in the state of Texas with cannabis. And and, and we'll talk with uh, David Sergi and Jay McGuire as well and bring those guys in. But first, I wanted to just jump in real quick up to Dallas and talk with Dalton O'Neill. Dalton's been working really hard on the Texas Cannabis Roundup that he's putting together on the 17th of August. And uh, we, of course, profiled that event on our cover last issue that we had there in June and, and July. So just wanted to thought we'd bring in the, uh, old Dalton here and kind of let him tell us a little bit about what he's got cooking with the upcoming event there at the Texas Cannabis Roundup. How you doing, Dalton? Hey, Russell. Happy to be back on. Uh, good times in Dallas. The Roundup's exactly two weeks away. Uh, everything's going pretty smooth, as smooth as it can a couple weeks before an event like this. And uh, we're ready to round up the community. Yeah, man, this is a lot of a lot of fun. I've caught you uh, promoting the event on uh, Weed and Whiskey here in recent weeks. I ran into you guys at the expo a few weeks ago up in Dallas as well. But yeah, this is uh, crunch time for you. You're getting the last couple of weeks here pushing in. You've got tickets for sale. I think we've got a link up on the website uh, for bringing that up for viewers. But tell us how folks can get tickets or still sponsor your event. Yeah, so, I mean, if you just go to the website, TexasCannabisRoundup.com, you click tickets in the top right-hand corner. It's through a company called Event High. They're really good national cannabis event ticketing software. So you do have to create a username and log in your email. Um, so that's, you know, one one way to get the tickets. We're really hoping people don't just show up trying to buy tickets at the door because I don't want people being stuck waiting. Uh, the main thing of the ticket is, one, to create a better, uh, you know, environment for all of the attendees, but also we're going to have some food there. And we're doing it per person, per food. The venue's taking care of it. So I can't just give a bunch of food to people who don't, um, you know, have tickets and the wristbands and everything. So we're really working with the venue that works with us. It's one of the ways we're taking care of them. And, uh, yeah, if you want to sponsor, just holler at me. We're going more digital this year. We're going to have some exhibitors set up. But they have, like, 55 TV screens in this place. So we're really utilizing them mm -hmm. instead of loading a bunch of stuff in and out. We're playing commercials. We're going to have speakers. we got a little bit of a party planned. And... Yeah, just rounding up the folks. We are getting a new logo, Russell. That's in the works. It's funny, Russell <laughs> and I go back. When I was trying to get the cover, Russell said, uh, <laughs> said hey, you know, we got to get a better logo. I said, I'm working on it, Russell. So I've got a couple people working on that, uh, giving a more rustic Texas theme. Cool. And yeah, I mean, it's 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 going. It's going. It's, it's not new. We've done it at, at this venue before, so there's a level of anxiety that's not there. But then also, we're always trying to make it better, so... 
And again, we're at the Longhorn Ice House. This is the second annual. Are you still working with Austin and the uh, his nonprofit? I understand yes, that yes, they're our so nonprofit partner. We're going to cut some type of check to them. I'm not sure how big or how small yet. We'll see. It depends on how many, how many tickets we can push in there. But we've been supporting them for a couple of years on their decriminalization efforts and sharing resources and sharing sponsors. Hey, these guys and this guy's looking for funders. And, you know, I know Austin's got a couple of announcements to make with new, you know, I don't want to steal the sunshine, but new, maybe some new board members, maybe some new faces that he's going to announce. So the collective is really coming into its own type of thing. And again, they do direct action and not just at the Capitol, but in, in, in city, city place. Then our other uh, nonprofit partner that we've been pushing is the coalition, which you're super involved in Russell's. They, they're an event partner. They're helping us push mm-hmm. the message, but Austin's organization is the one we're going to cut a check to. And of course, Austin's organization is the Texas Cannabis Collective. And my former co-host, J- Jesse Williams, is a, was a, one of the senior editors there for Texas Cannabis Collective, based uh, in uh, the Dallas area right there. So good work that Austin and his team do. You know, I make I need to make sure that when we come up there and do our podcast, we're going to be recording uh, a show ourselves live from that event and i don't know if we'll be live or we'll just record but either way we'll get we'll get a chance to speak with you there but i would love to have a speak a chance to speak with austin just to kind yeah. of get an update from him on what's going on with with his organization at the um, uh, texas cannabis collective make sure to just get it scheduled out because you know the second it starts going and the non-alcoholic THC beverages start going around. You know, you, people get lost in the. Song. So, <laughs> well, you're right. I need to. Them. I need to get on the phone with everybody that's going to be there and yeah. and and, st- yeah. and actually get scheduled. That you're right. So it's not just yeah. last year. We kind of just kind of uh, flew by the seat of our pants. But um, you have speakers. Can you talk about any of the speakers that are going to be there and yeah. and uh, yeah. and just tell us a little bit about what you have lined up. Yeah, it's still evolving. So again, the events from like five to nine, but the speakers are really, it's kind of more of a show from 6.45 to eight, eight-ish, you know, hopefully we don't go over, but we'll see. And we got Austin from the collective and, and his crew. I think he's going to bring up uh, a Gramps and somebody else too during the time. So all we have more speakers that aren't even listed on the website at this point. We got a professor, Richard Chang, we joke about, you know, he's a, a preeminent cannabis mergers and acquisitions attorney and teaches a class up there at UNT. We got J-Man from Wheaton Whiskey. Of course, Russell, he's going to do a little bit a little bit for us. Colt's going to represent Power Biofarms. Kim's going to help uh, guest MC part of the deal, too. Uh, we got Aaron Owens from Teos Hemp. Yeah. CeeLo the Hooker. Um, uh, you met him last year, right, Russell Smoking Fish? Yes, that's right. I, I'd like to hang out with him a little more. I didn't get yeah. a chance to talk to him, but he'd be one I'd love to interview with this year. He's blown up like three times as much on the Internet as last year. He's on Facebook, Instagram. I think he had like a million insights in the last 30 days. He's really blowing up. Uh, we got Dr. Rogier. I know uh, Dr. Askew's coming. I'm not sure if she's going to speak or if she's just going to be a special guest. We got Chelsea Spencer from Murder Spencer. We got Clayton from AM, Jake from Drops of Life. Another one of our main sponsors, Jerry Grisafi from Indo Wellness. It's a uh, online and, and, dis- and retail dispensary in Rowlett. So they're really good sponsors for us. And, you know, we'll see. You never know. I mean, I just talked to the candle joint folks. They'll probably come up and say something. They're going to do a candle giveaway for smoking fish. Might as well have them just say hi. So, you know, it's it's kind of just it's just going to flow. We'll see. We might, we might call somebody from the crowd and tell them to start talking. You never know. Have you heard from them? Have you heard from Greg or Tracy if they're coming up there at all? My main contact over there is Clay. I know he's invited, and I send him the deck and everything, but I know people have a lot going on. You know, I, I bet Clay's there. They work in the. They always market. send Clay to go on all of the trips yeah. and stuff, yeah. so everybody runs into yeah. Clay from Sweet Cincy. Right. But That's, you yeah. – 
But I, I would tell him to push on the message. I'm like, Clay, push this message for me. Come on, man. Well, I just realized I've got uh, Tracy and Greg coming on to talk about the Hemp Harvest Festival that's later right. in the fall. And and right. I have them scheduled for that day, which is I'm going to be in your event that day. So we're going to have right. to figure that out with them. But maybe we'll get them to call in. But uh, good. Well, shows the status of the industry, Russell. They're having more events. I mean, we, you remember two years ago when there's like no events happening and now they're stacked on top of each other. Yeah, well, really, things kind of get going with your event from the fiscal calendar. The expo was new last uh, two weeks ago. That was a new Mm -hmm. event that we're starting to see coming in the summer. But uh, a lot of these really get going here in the fall. And I think things kind of get started with the roundup with you every August. And then we start seeing, you know, the September, October, November and the December events for this community uh, start to start to come happening later in the year. But always looking forward to these because every we we get a chance to intermingle and talk with the, the folks in this space here in Texas. And a lot of us know each other. And then, you know, for those of us that haven't met, I haven't met Dr. Askew yet. Love to speak with her. Um, But there's a lot of us that we know of each other, and it's just a great time to get together with everybody, isn't it? Oh, 100%. That's what we like to do. I mean, we can take it super serious. We can talk about policy. Like, we had one bonehead last year get on Instagram and say, why are y'all drinking? You got really important people there, and y'all aren't taking it seriously. It's like, come on, man. Like, we're just here hanging out. We're advancing business with each other. We're building relationships. Like, that's what we're working on. And, uh, there's not a, a lot of these different events to go around to. So we just like to have a good time, bring people together. It is super serious, but at the same time, it's just, you're trying to do business with these folks and you got to know them and you got to see the new trends. Like THCA is going to be a really hot topic right now because I mean, I know a lot of growers personally in Texas that are switching over to THCA. It's one of those things too, when you're at your house or your farm, you're not certain, uh, but then you go hang out with your peers. It's like, wait, you're seeing that. I'm seeing that kind of validates your opinion or those on some breaks. Hey, I'm not doing that. Hey, I think that's a bad idea. But we love kicking it off, Russell. I joke all the time. We don't like to, to compete for people's time that aggressively. That's why it'll be on a Wednesday or a Thursday or in August. You know, uh, the fall time is hard. Saturdays are hard, Russell. I know. I, <laughs> I see you smoking meats on Saturday. On the internet, <laughs> yes, you know? yeah, that's right. Ago, it's 5 a.m. I'm smoking a meat. Do I really want to drive somewhere and to see to see the folks? But it's good. And then things are ramping up. And it's really important for uh, the above board market here in Texas to have a good lines of communication with each other. Mm-hmm. There's been a, some underground stuff that just happened in Houston, which a lot of these folks are totally unaware about, which I, I'm not in the underground thing. I pay attention to it. I respect the Liberty market, but it's one of those things. It's, it's day and night. And it's really important for all the operators that are conducting themselves in a long-term way well, to, uh, kind of work together well i've got to jump that's all the time i've got for this segment i gotta to go to commercial break but dalton fire off the website tell folks how they can come up there and see you it's at the longhorns ice house august 17th mm-hmm. the thursday a couple thursdays from now website uh, fire that off for folks so they can get tickets and learn more about your event texas, texas y'all check the tickets there's a link you know please don't buy your tickets last minute but if you do you might sit there for a minute we'll see use the code gle for a discount all right, good stuff from our friend from our friend Dalton over there at Greenlight right. Events. Thanks here for thanks for your time, buddy. We'll see you here in a few weeks. All right, that's Dalton checking in with the Texas Cannabis Roundup coming up in a few weeks. I'm Russell. We'll come back. We're gonna talk with David Sergi and Jay McGuire on some legal precedent and some cases that are going on throughout the state. And we'll continue this conversation as we move on here at the Texas Hemp Show is ESPN 1027 Austin. We'll be right back. 
Texas Hemp Show is brought to you by your friends at CBD Pros USA, your cannabis experts. Right now, you can save 50% off any one product if you mention the Texas Hemp Show. That's right, 50% off anything on the online store menu. Nanotincture, watermelon gummies, our Brio Drip Moisturizing Cream, any single item, 50% off. That's CBD Pros. CBD is present in more significant quantities in hemp than marijuana. And because it's non-psychoactive, CBD is widely regarded as the cannabinoid with the most health potential by researchers. If you'd like to learn more about CBD and our products at CBD Pros, you can read our education page and browse some of our products to learn more. Visit CBDProsUSA.com That's CBDProsUSA.com Zar is a premium cannabis company in Texas. As Zar, we are assured that the, the quality is great for all of our products. Highest quality is super crucial. We always joke with our customers, hey, don't buy your sushi from a gas station. And you shouldn't buy your CBD from a gas station, right? It's all about quality, what the extraction process is. We're partnering with those types of companies, those individuals who maintain high quality hemp as well as high extraction processes and this helps ultimately our clients confidence and that's what we want to provide. SAR's mission is to help out our veteran community, our, our active duty members and to destigmatize cannabis and just help our communities uh, one consultation at a time. Isn't this chance worth it to improve your quality of life? Because that's what we do here at Czar. We truly put people first. Welcome to Czar, where people come first. Hey, this is Cheech Marine, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. The Texas Hemp Reporter is your leader in hemp and cannabis news for fellow Texans. Covering legislative news, alternative product reviews, health, retailer profiles, and celebrity interviews. Cannabis products are growing in availability and in more improved flavors. Ask about your brand being profiled in the magazine. Learn how your products can be featured in the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine and how you can be a guest on the Texas Hemp Show on ESPN Austin. Did you know that the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine is available absolutely free at over 700 CBD stores and smoke shops across Texas, Dallas, Houston, Austin, and San Antonio. Can't find a magazine? Read each issue online at TexasHempReporter.com. For over three years, the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine has educated our readers with news and culture about this amazing plant. For more information, email Russell at TexasHempReporter at gmail.com. That's TexasHempReporter at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Oh, my God. 
Welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowden, publisher for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. We're working on our 19th edition that's going to be releasing, well, tomorrow across the state. We're going to get these out to Houston tonight. They come into Austin tonight uh, from our printing partners there in San Antonio. And then you'll see them make their ways across to uh, CBD and smoke shops around the state of Texas this weekend. So uh, excited to see the new one that the will be coming out here this weekend. So look forward to that. Give us a like, follow on social media. You can check us out on our Twitterverse at TX Hemp Reporter. Follow us also on social media and Instagram for more updates on uh, content that we release and and all of that jazz. But let's turn to our friends over here at Sergi Law and the Texas Hemp Federation. I want to bring in our guest this week on the show. No strangers to this show. They've both been on the program before and in uh, past episodes of the Texas Hemp Show podcast. So let's bring in David Sergi and Jay McGuire this week here to give us a kind of a legal update that may be setting some precedent with regards to uh, some of the raids that we've been seeing happening with more frequency here in the Lone Star State. But uh, welcome, Jay McGuire and David Sergi. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Good to see you again, Russell. Good to see you. Good to see you both in here. Well, We've been seeing counties that are prosecuting store owners uh, or even simple citizens, even in some cases, for felony possession of THC products. And we've seen this happen, uh, you know, with the Sky and Hobbs case a, a year or two ago, uh, where we talked about uh, uh, that case with those, with those guys on our show. And I have that article up somewhere for my producer to share that one. That was the case of the missing uh, hemp, and uh, that was an interesting article, though, that we put on there. But like, I guess I'll just let uh, Jay maybe let you come in here, and then we'll jump to David and on what's going on and, and what we think, uh, what precedent this may be setting as law enforcement is continually to, you know, raid legal cannabis business owners. This hurt the market. Russell, uh, that's exactly right. Um, but I think that we are in a place where the market is already or at least some, in some places, some localities, uh, there's a, a chilling effect uh, on shop owners uh, and maybe on consumers too. I, a few weeks ago, <clears throat> I was contacted by Trevor Cahoulian uh, at Rio CBD in Harlingen, Texas. Um, he had been told uh, that the UP, by a police officer that UPS had tipped them off uh, that a package being delivered to his store smelled like cannabis, which is a different matter, no longer relevant, but nevertheless, and was asked to come in to pick up his package. When he went and did that, he was sort of interrogated. Um, and shortly afterwards, um, uh, there was a raid on his store and on his mother's home. Um, the police seized pretty much everything he had and, uh, and claims uh, that it was all um, illegal amounts of THC. So Trevor's life is, you know, very much like our friends at Sky and Hobbs uh, is torn upside down. Um, I, you know, the human element here is very important. He's a fairly youngish guy in his thirties. This is his only business. His father recently passed away. His mother is retired. She's on limited income. Uh, you know, raiding her house is extremely upsetting. Um, and the reason that I, I'm kind of pointing that out because I generally, I do not like to criticize law enforcement ever. But 
everything he had in that store had a certificate of analysis. All of his licensing was in place. And the only explanation um, that we can think of uh, is that the police are not yet fully educated about yeah. the kinds of cannabinoids that are illegal or limited and the ones, the isomers that are, you know, basically a free market. The one certificate of analysis on one product shipped in from Oregon, it was flour, um, had a total um, cannabinoid content of like 5%, had no Delta-8 and no Delta-9, undetectable. It was all the other stuff, which is what he was buying it for. People want the therapeutic effects of of some of the others. And um, maybe the police saw that 5% and didn't know who to ask. Um, Trevor told me that during the raid, uh, the police captain was Googling the law and then Googling the concepts. So in some places, I think the drug war, war on drug mentality is still very strong. Yeah. Um, and it's going to take um, credible interlocutors like my friend David here to, to be able to give law enforcement the facts that it needs to make better, uh, uh, more focused decisions on what their enforcement targets are going to be. Yeah. Trevor Cahoon in in river city CBD had nothing illegal. Trevor did nothing wrong, but he's facing charges and very strange situation. Um, when I was, was asked to help, you know, we have a, uh, the structure of a legal defense fund at the Texas Senate Federation. We haven't funded it. We haven't really done anything with it, but he's basically broke and could not afford a lawyer. So we, you know, began talking to attorneys. Um, one of them um, after weeks and weeks and weeks determined that no warrants had been issued. And when he went to, when the attorney went to the police station to retrieve all the seized items so that Trevor can actually sell them and make some money. He was informed that the judge had just signed bench warrants. And I think there's a felony and a misdemeanor. So that's an unusual situation in that it took so long. Um, There was really no explanation for that, but I think maybe they're erring on the side of what they think is caution in not letting somebody sell marijuana. Um, It's not marijuana. It's hemp. Yeah. All of it is hemp derived. So um, with respect to Trevor, um, we are definitely making a plea to help uh, raise funds for his lawyer. Um, We have been very fortunate. Uh, We were working with um, one excellent attorney that David recommended, uh, but um, the former county judge, uh, former prosecutor, former state Democratic uh, chairman, Gilberto Hinojosa, um, has offered to step in and help navigate it. He, he, knows the, uh, he knows the terrain better than anybody, he knows the people better than anybody, how that court works, how that police department works. And he's also willing to work uh, on the promise that we will do our best to, uh, to, to raise his retainer. This is not an inexpensive prospect. 
here's why your, your, your listeners need to understand why we're doing this. It's not just altruism or out of the kindness of my heart. I, I mean, we obviously cannot defend everybody, but my real worry is that if law enforcement are able to make charges stick because of, you know, lack of information or ignorance on the part of judges and juries and prosecutors, or have uh, defendants who do not have the wherewithal even to make it to the court, uh, to make it to court and plea out yeah, and actually have to accept a felony charge. That sets a very bad precedent. Well, and really, I think it also play, it plays badly politically as well. It really does. Um, I, I know Trevor. Uh, Trevor is uh, – I've, I've spoken with Trevor before. The magazines have been delivered down there to his stores, the Hemp Reporter magazine. We've gotten them down into Harlingen and McAllen area. I know who he is. Um, but this is a, this is a scary – uh, scary. This is keep happening. Let me go to uh, David uh, Sergi on this with Sergi Law. Uh, David, we've you told me about a case you were representing down in Nueces County, down there near Corpus, Port Lavaca, I think, or maybe it was down in that area. Last time I spoke to you, this continually uh, keeps happening. I've got about three minutes before the next commercial break, but David, I, I just wanted to get your feedback on this. And sadly, this keeps happening with smaller law enforcement communities, like Jay's pointing out. Well, that's exactly right. And part of the problem really is education. For example, we recently helped a lawyer in Kaufman County uh, discuss with the DA's office the uh, injunction that we have and what state of the law is. And while they made a big show of arresting a client up there, uh, they ultimately dismissed it. But it took education of local law enforcement so that they understand, as Jay said, what is legal and what is not legal. And by for example, having those QR codes, which go back to testing, really helped convince law enforcement in Coffin County that they were on the wrong end of the stick. Um, we're still involved in litigation in Victoria and federal court. Um, I get calls all the time, and I try to monitor and triage as best as I can all these cases around the state, and most of them are in smaller jurisdictions that don't have the right training that really don't have the right mindset. And it's amazing to me because many of these folks, law enforcement are veterans. They are the kind of people that actually support us. Stay right there. Our guests, David Sergi and Jay McGuire of the Texas Hemp Federation. We're going to talk talking about some of these cases where, you know, law enforcement is still not aware that there's alternative products out there uh, that have low level THC and they're still making arrests, still making raids. We've got to educate our law enforcement and those DAs in those counties where this keeps happening. This is the Texas Hemp Show. You're on ESPN 1027 Austin. We'll be right back.
Zip Custom Cannabis Packaging, your brand, your way. Flexible packaging pouches are perfect for a variety of cannabis CBD products, such as flour, concentrates, edibles, joints, hard goods, and more. Now offering completely custom bags, boxes, labels, and shrink sleeves with more products rolling out in late 2023. Zip bags have been stress-tested by Bella Costa Labs for excellent THC, terpenes, and potency preservation. A variety of eco-friendly options for sustainable packaging solutions. We offer custom printed packaging turnaround time in as little as 24 hours with approved art on selected products. Custom pouches to make your brand stand out. These bags are made from high barrier materials that comply with FDA regulations for direct food contact, featuring no minimum order quantities on most items. Try our stand-up pouch or lay-flat pouch for fast and easy online ordering. Visit canazipbags.com today. That's canazipbags.com. Or email us at orders at canazipbags.com. That's Canazip Custom Cannabis Packaging. Delta 8 possession and sale were kept legal almost two years ago via an injunction granted to hometown hero. Now they're headed back to court to defend that injunction against the state of Texas and need everyone's help. If your business sells Delta 8 products and you can assist in this legal defense, now is the time to take action. We're all in this together. Please contact support at hometownhero.com to let them know you can help financially or by signing on to their amicus brief. A document letting the court know you support hometown hero's position on delta eight and want to be counted as an ally the hearing is september 5th so all support of any kind must be confirmed by august 11th that means manufacturers distributors and retailers have until august 11th to contact support at hometownhero.com to show your support to keep delta eight legal in texas Local brand Sweet Sensi, known as the original Texas Rosin Company, presents another year of bringing the hemp industry and the people of Texas together to celebrate all things cannabis at their Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. The Sweet Sensi brand, known as the best true full-spectrum organic gourmet candy manufacturer in Texas, has been selling out the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival for the last two years. This year's festival holds two days of elevated cannabis experiences on November 3rd and 4th downtown East 4th Street at Distribution Hall, showcasing hemp and art vendors from all around the state and features on stage top reggae artists like 10-Foot Ganja Plant, Sister Nancy, Josh Heinrichs with Skillinja, Pacifier, and Austin's own Mau Mau Chaplains. Sponsorships available to companies interested in showcasing their brand to the large audience. Buy your tickets and inquire about sponsorship and vendor spots at TexasHempHarvestFestival.com. This is Ricky Williams, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Hook em. to the Texas Hemp Show. This is podcast number 138 this week here on the show. Again, Russell Dowden here with the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine, and we are continuing our conversation with attorney David Sergi of Sergi Law and, and Jay McGuire of the Texas Hemp Federation. We're discussing the unfortunate incidents that are happening still with local law enforcement and smaller communities not this isn't something that we're seeing happening in Houston or Austin or you know uh, Dallas Fort Worth San Antonio the bigger metros here in the state are we're not 
fortunately, we're not seeing the, this happen there, but but we are starting to see, um, you know, some examples of, of rural cases in rural areas where law enforcement still not up to date on these alternative products that we have here. And uh, these prosecutors and law enforcement are going after business owners like your like many of you that listen to this podcast and the you know for for them to charge you know that's a big deal david to charge a, a felony you know for a business owner that's got legal coas and all of the documentation that goes you people go through a lot of already a lot of red tape to get these permits and licenses to to uh, legally uh, sell these these pr- uh, products for retailers and uh, that's that's a big deal for trevor small business owner to to get a felony charge like this you know that's exactly right and with a lot of our smaller retail clients when we first get hired we make sure that they reach out to local law enforcement especially if they're in the smaller counties and we make the effort of having that phone call so that local law enforcement finds out that this is what's happening we have a new cbd shop we have a new thc shop vape shop these are the products we're going to be selling. We make sure that we're willing to meet with them. It may cost a little more, but at the end of the day, the educational function really, really, really helps these struggling young business owners and these up-and-coming business owners so that they establish that relationship early on with law enforcement so that law enforcement can pitch the questions. We're willing to meet with the local county attorneys. Mm-hmm. I've met with county attorneys in several small counties. And we've had that conversation to avoid that. However, sometimes, it, you know, folks open up without having good legal counsel and not just us. There are many good legal counsel that can help answer these questions that will go above and beyond and make sure that when a shop is open, that they have the right representation, the right communication, and most importantly, the right education. Yeah. You know, I, I a few weeks ago, Jay and I were on the phone talking and uh, I just expressed that, you know, maybe I, I think we were texting or, or talking on the phone, but I said, you know, I wanted to call down there, David. And I did. I, I said, hey, this is Russell. I'm calling about a case with Rio CBD for Trevor. I'd like to see if any of the attorney's office and the prosecutor's office are available for comment because I under from what we understand he had legal COAs and here you know can you comment here with the Texas Imp reporter as to why an arrest was made when he had legal COAs is that a, is that pressure applied or just does it start David with the prosecutor's office and then kind of trickle down the law enforcement well here's the issue what we've done is we've created a letter that we send is kind of a brochure. When we first get involved with a company, we'll mail that to the local prosecutor, followed up by a phone call. Uh, we recently did that in Caldwell County, and the conversation went very, very well. They simply don't know. We also then will reach out to the local law enforcement agency, if it's a sheriff's office, if it's in a county or the local municipality, do the same thing, and then offer to meet with them before our clients open. It is so important to establish the groundwork, to be friendly, to be open, because what I have found, and I recently found this in another small county, these guys are veterans. They understand, they're members of VFW, they understand why people take the products. And by opening up our doors, by being communicative, by not being secretive, we actually bring them 
into the fold and quite often they're buying from our clients. Mm-hmm. I just had that happen. I get this call from one of my clients that said, Hey, you won't believe it, but Sheriff so-and-so just walked in here and bought some gummies. Do you <laughs> think he's going to arrest them? No. Mm-hmm. And that's what's important is to, you get a lot more with sugar than you get with vinegar. And so there are some great attorneys out there, not just us, that we do this. This is what we do, and this is how we do it, and this is how we advance our cause and allow the, the industry to continue growing. And so, you know, as we go to smaller places, we're going to have to go and have these conversations, bring Jay in, bring other people in to educate. Yeah. Uh, talk, we're back talking with our legal experts here on the growing challenges facing store owners and law enforcement, as well as lawmakers. You know, law, lawmakers pulled a slow roll on issues regarding, you know, uh, hemp drive products and cannabis this last session. Uh, they often call that a slow roll where they just rather rather than make a decision, not make a decision and just let time pass. Uh, are things going to get worse before they get better, David? If you ask me, I think the reason we had the slow roll this time was that quite a few of the stakeholders had to look at the political landscape. Yeah, I think in some places it may get a bit worse, but I think overall it is getting better because we had no real damage to our industry in the legislature. And that was phenomenal. It was a real coup for those folks that led that effort. And in particular, the guys at Hometown Heroes are my clients. They led that effort and they were able to make sure that if there was a bill, we knew about it. We knew there wasn't a bill. And that has made our job so much easier. Now, who knows? But I think as, as things change, as people grow older, as various generations grow older, I think we're going to see a generational shift. And I think it will get better. But there are going to be some hot spots where it gets worse. And that's where education comes into play. Yeah. And we will talk about the hometown hero case a little bit in the next segment uh, after the next commercial break, because I do want to address that. Uh, those guys are sponsors of our show. And I thought we want to uh, kind of see what their strategy is uh, with another issue coming up with the, the hemp ban. Um, but I want to ask Jay McGuire about the culture, because Jay, you and I talked during the week earlier in the week. We had a, a healthy debate on on this subject uh, earlier in the week. But you know, I was just getting my my one of my thoughts was during the week is we you you were right we would all have a moral victory uh, in our discussion earlier in the week uh, before uh, talking about the culture of this. If it's a moral victory for all of us, isn't it, Jay? Because the culture is ready for it. We just need to get lawmakers to stand behind uh, you know the rest of us that want this change in in, in here in Lone Star State. Yeah, I, I don't want to. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to come across as too partisan. So understand this is just a, this is math. The Republican party of Texas has to win the support of the 1.9 million people who vote in that primary. And those people uh, out of the 30 million of us, those people are the only ones that our Lieutenant governor or governor and our, are now uh, impeached attorney general. They're, they're the only ones that they really message to. They tailor their their red what we call the red meat uh, policy uh, initiatives towards, and they are very hard right. 
and they are not pro-marijuana. The Republican Party voters generally are the ones who are the activists, the ones that populate the precinct and the county uh, and the statewide uh, Republican Party offices. They're split. And there's still a, a, an anti-drug mentality that is probably tied up with this problem that we're having at the border also. They're really more concerned yeah. about fentanyl, right? And which for good, for good damn reason. Yeah. But drugs are drugs. And you're talking about, you know, people whose attitudes are, are you know, well, they're not progressive. Okay. So our governor wanted nothing to do with a bill dealing with hemp or marijuana. The lieutenant governor did not want a bill coming out of the Senate with a Senate um, a Senate bill dealing with hemp or marijuana. It had to be a House bill. If you remember that scenario, the nightmare scenario I walked through with you was that it would have to be a House bill amended by Senator yeah, Perry. Thank God right. that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd like to think that there was some damn fine lobbying that went on by the team that, uh, that Hometown Hero employed. Uh, in particular, Tris Castaneda and his guys and Ron Hinkle um, worked with him for years. They know what they're doing. Um, but but if the leadership, the big three, if any of them, um, and I should include the speaker in that, if they decide something's going to go, it's going to go. And there's not a whole bunch you can do about it. Um, and we are just very fortunate that this year, it didn't become the culture war red meat policy um, uh, proposal that it could have been. Uh, there are plenty of states where, you know, uh, state governments are going after this stuff. Uh, and thank God, not here. So, yeah, stay, stay right there. Stay right there. Our guests, Jay McGuire and uh, David Sergi of Sergi Law here joining us on the conversation. We're talking about the state of cannabis and then also uh, THC products that are legal. Uh, but, you know, we we got a slow roll with our lawmakers there in this last session. And so. There's been some arrests. There's been some raids. We just still got a, we still got a couple of hurdles here to get through the next to the next session as lawmakers continue to learn and educate themselves on these products. It's the Texas Hip Show. We'll be right back on the other side. Delta 8 possession and sale were kept legal almost two years ago via an injunction granted to Hometown Hero. Now, they're headed back to court to defend that injunction against the state of Texas and need everyone's help. If your business sells Delta 8 products and you can assist in this legal defense, now is the time to take action. We're all in this together. Please contact support at hometownhero.com to let them know you can help financially or by signing on to their amicus brief. document letting the court know you support hometown heroes position on delta eight and want to be counted as an ally the hearing is september 5th so all support of any kind must be confirmed by august 11th that means manufacturers distributors and retailers have until august 11th to contact support at hometownhero.com to show your support to keep delta eight legal in texas Howdy, 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 folks. Welcome to Weed and Whiskey News. I'm your host, J-Man. 
a bunch of stocks, pot stocks, regular stocks. They've been all suffering. But in fact, it was the le- making marijuana illegal that created the crime. <laughs> you smoke a little. <laughs> uh, when I am in a legal state. Uh, <laughs> Pothead, he's also a co-star in there. You'll see him all the time, every time. And not everybody has orange Cheeto dust on their fingers because they, they, they use uh, cannabis, right? I am not from this world, but this guitar is. You will be able to win this guitar for Christmas. As always, I'm your host, J-Man. See you again real soon. Hey, this is Cheech Marine, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. The Texas Hemp Show is brought to you by your friends at CBD Pros USA, your cannabis experts. Right now, you can save 50% off any one product if you mention the Texas Hemp Show. That's right, 50% off anything on the online store menu. Nano tincture, watermelon gummies, our Brio Drip moisturizing cream, any single item, 50% off. That's CBD Pros. CBD is present in more significant quantities in hemp than marijuana. And because it's non-psychoactive, CBD is widely regarded as the cannabinoid with the most health potential by researchers. If you'd like to learn more about CBD and our products at CBD Pros, you can read our education page and browse some of our products to learn more. Visit CBDProsUSA.com. That's CBDProsUSA.com. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. On a long, lonesome highway, east of Omaha, you can listen to the engine moaning out as one old song. Welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. Russell Dowden here with the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Those will be making their way out to smoke shops and CBD stores across the, te- the state of Texas this weekend. Uh, those arrive here uh, this this evening to Austin, and then we'll be making the magazines available at CBD stores and smoke shops available all over the state of Texas. You can mainly find those in Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, and Austin. But we try to educate our fellow Texans on uh, these alternative hemp products and and uh, just the the ongoing conversation pushing the pushing the conversation forward with regards to cannabis products that are developed for Texans and by Texans and we cover that here exclusively on this show uh, here on the Texas Hemp Show as this is our 138th podcast this week and joining us on the conversation is uh, David Sergi and Jay McGuire. Um, you know, last year I talked to David about, you mentioned how this Cannabis Council, maybe with the Bar Association, I, this is something you were talking about with me um, last time you were on the show. I know, is there still an effort to maybe work with either, um, you know, Chelsea Spencer, or maybe I think you were maybe working with Andrea Steele, one of the other attorneys and yourself, I believe, David, were talking about maybe getting something going with the Bar Association to, you know, better educate uh, those prosecutors around the around the state and those communities. So there are quite a few of us that are 
essentially hemp lawyers. And what we are looking to do is to have a group within the bar, like the family lawyers, the probate lawyers, to have a group that talks about best practices for people that are in and lawyers that are in our industry. Now, I want to make really sure that the state bar cannot advocate. That is something we cannot do, but we can talk about best practices. We can talk about, uh, we can do continuing legal education classes. Uh, There's a lot of things we can do, and this effort is starting to ramp up again uh, as our bar year starts up again and uh, actually start up in July. Mm -hmm. We've had conversations with some of the key leaders and have had some good success in being encouraged to move forward. Um, It's going to take some time, but again, putting this together is going to, I think, make cannabis law a lot more educated and the people that are involved with it, if they're part of our section, will be able to give you good advice and will be able to help you. And I think that'll be sort of a a trademark that any good cannabis lawyer should be part of our group as well as some of the national groups so that you know you're getting someone who understands the law and understands the issue and understands where it's going. Well, you know, uh, we spoke a little bit of, I, I may have misspoke, I mentioned Smokable Hemp Ban, but your team was part of the, the legal defense team to keep the Delta 8 products legal in Texas. And I think Jay had a point uh, that he wanted to c- continue before that commercial break, and I wanted to go back to let Jay finish finish his statement there. You know, I'd like to, I'd like to tell you that I could, but I actually don't recall which one I was trying to finish. <laughs> now that you come back, I, I think I think we're um, we were talking about um, uh, the legislative session and the political divide. Yes, um, there it, it, we need to be honest with ourselves. It's very important to note that there are some bad actors in the industry. There are shops that are selling drugs as opposed, I mean, illegal drugs, yeah. actual marijuana, and other things. There are. Uh, companies that are fudging uh, their COAs by shopping around to different labs that might pass them where one would have failed them before. And so that does uh, diminish all of us uh, when they're, you know, those, I I hate to say this, few bad apples, but a few bad apples out there um, who aren't being fully compliant um, with the law. And, and the, again, that's an education thing. I, I think there are a lot of people who, given the opportunity, would much rather earn an honest buck than a dishonest one. Uh, but the, the repercussions of, um, you know, say a store owner selling uh, marijuana uh, and, and other illegal drugs out of their store could be devastating to, you know, any store owner in the jurisdiction um, that, that shops in because the police won't trust us and we have to, we have to build that trust. Um, and and the police don't trust you, you know, lawmakers listen to them, right? The lawmakers listen to their sheriffs. They listen to their police chiefs. They listen to the, the, to the, to the rank and file law enforcement officers. And so when, if the, if the ideas, the idea that a law enforcement officer goes to his elected official with is, you know what, they say this stuff's all legal, but I just busted these two guys. That Those two guys become the story. So we have to be really vigilant about it. Um, and David, you know, David, I'm not really sure. 
Let me turn to David real quick, Jay. In October of 21, you guys kept helped the, the fight to keep Delta 8 legal uh, with, uh, with the brand, like with the hometown hero. Uh, but I know the state you know, automatically appealed, uh, which means this issue isn't over. And I understand in September 5th, there's a, a hearing coming up. Um, what's the plan with this? I saw that there was a strategy for a amicus brief. Can you explain to listeners what that is at all, David? Because I got the email on that that came in uh, from Lucas during the week uh, before the show uh, this uh, this afternoon. And I, I, I was kind of wanting to get, get your get your input on that. Well, and so, you know, as I think Lucas explained in a video that he put out, uh, amicus are friends of the court. So these briefs cannot be paid for by any of the parties. So they have to be grassroots level entities, such as, for example, our veterans groups. I understand our veterans groups are going to file an amicus brief. They're paying for it. At the same time, industry other than Hometown Hero, needs to band together, mm-hmm. support our position that what we did was absolutely correct, that Delta-8 is legal, that all other cannabinoids, as long as they are compliant with 1325 and the Farm Bill, are legal, and that any of the derivatives, as long as they are naturally derived, are legal. So we need to be able to help Lucas and Hometown Hero uh, not raise money, but make it publicly known so that Others can. And others can. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I understood. And I actually reached out to them because they do some marketing with us. And I thought it would might be important for us to, you know, have a conversation about that. That that's you know, store owners listen to this show. Store owners uh, listen to our podcast. They uh, uh, pick up the magazines in hundreds of stores across the state of Texas. So uh, as when this makes news. Uh, it, it's obviously a big concern to these retailers. And so I think there does need to be some kind of a grassroots um, legal fund, you know, to, you know, maybe they could support you, Jay. I don't know. But this is a this is a way to, you know, get activated with these store owners, because if if we allow for. Trevor and and other guys to keep getting uh, you know arrested and, co- and confiscate their products. Uh, it's a it's a moral victory. It's a it's it's a it's not a victory. It's a it's a moral defeat for all of the retailers, isn't it? Sure, it is. Um, well, it's funny that you mentioned that. I, I spent most of today reaching out to manufacturers and distributors uh, to try to pull together funds uh, to pay for one or more. Uh, Amiki Curiae briefs. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of different things that need to be said. Um, the one that the, the the main point is the one that that David just mentioned. And the other point is, you know, how the state uh, dishes utterly um, uh, went around the Administrative Procedures Act and in, in the laws that they're supposed to abide by, which is is a really serious issue, um, and, and of a different sort than the substance. Um, the state just can't just go about making rules willy nilly in six minute Zoom hearings without any witnesses or any prior notice. And, and we have to we, this lawsuit, uh, the, the temporary injunction was granted, I believe, on that basis. So we're going to we're going to try to hit that, too. Um, getting people to spend money is not easy and they, they have to see the value of it. 
here's where the value of supporting an amicus curiae brief would be. And you don't have to do it with me. Um, if you're a manufacturer with wherewithal and you can afford the 25 grand or so that it costs on your own, please go for it. Um, the, this, you, you, the court will only take into consideration what's in front of it and we don't get a do over. Um, so after, you know, the court's got the, uh, uh, has the hearing and has the briefs in place. If, if there's anything left unsaid, we, we may regret it. Um, and uh, Lucas, Lucas uh, issued a, a, I thought, a very sensible plea yesterday. He explained that the company cannot pay for it. Uh, he, he was sort of like just an all points, uh, an all points bulletin. Yeah. Uh, please step up and help. So the Texas Hemp Federation exists to advocate. Uh, we exist to coordinate. And one of the things that, that I'm, I'm trying to do uh, is to help put that together. Um, you know, naturally, I want to grow my membership, which is uh, always, always the case. But the, the, any funds that I raise for this purpose will be used exclusively for that purpose. And we'll figure out, um, you know, which lawyers will do which if we are able to establish uh, what we need. I do know that there are two manufacturers uh, and one major um, group of distributors in in the Houston area that are, are looking at it. We'll fire off the website, Jay McGuire, Texas Hemp Federation, as we wrap the show this week. Uh, I think it's important for folks to know how to get in touch with you, as well as Sergi Law and uh, David Sergi's office. But Jay, start with you, and then we'll move on to David and how, he, how folks can learn how to get in touch with both of you. Sure. Well, you can reach me always by calling or texting 512-954-8054. I'm also on WhatsApp, same phone number. Uh, our My email address is my last name, McGuire, M-A-G-U-I-R-E, at TexasHempFederation.com. Uh, and we have a pretty minimal website up under the same. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, hey, let me let me just say this. We, we are We do need to raise money for Trevor. And we will be putting up. There's a GoFundMe in the works, um, and that will uh, that will raise funds for the legal defense fund that will be held in a lawyer's account. Nice, and we look forward to try to. We want to help Trevor as well. Let me know when you get that Facebook and that 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 uh, GoFundMe up, David. How can folks learn yep. more about you as well and your and the great work you do there at Sergi Law? Well, I mean, I think my cell phone number is on there. I put my cell phone number up there because I want to be available to people when they need us. They can also look at our website, www.surgilaw.com. They can call our office, 512-392-5010. We try to be as available as we can. I think even we even have a way of communicating now through Google. So if you have a question, I'm happy to try to answer as best I can. If I can help you and it makes sense to represent you, I'll be happy to do that. If I can just be of service to the community of our vendors and our manufacturers. I'm happy to do that. Well, thank you both for being a part of the show and continuing this conversation on uh, the uh, legal state of these legal products, and then the you know moving the conversation forward down the years down the road uh, to see what other products become legal with this fabulous plant. Uh, David Sergi, Jay McGuire, thanks for being a part of the podcast this week, guys. Thank you so much. 
Thanks, Thank guys. you, Russell. Have All a good right. night. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your time. And uh, stay tuned next week on the podcast. We'll have Cody on with Elevated Training, uh, Trading Company, and then we'll have Sweet Cincy, and we'll be up there live from Dallas at uh, the uh, Dalton's Cannabis Roundup. Uh, so stay tuned for more uh, Texas Hemp Show, and look for those magazines to hit newsstands at your CBDs and smoke shop stores across the state. Texas Hemp Show, ESPN 1027 Austin. Thanks. Yeah.